Hello everyone, my name is Carolyn. Welcome to the Saving for Your First Home podcast. I am the CEO of The Financial Moment. We offer money coaching for those who are ready and willing to make financial changes in their lives. For the most of us, there comes a point in time where we think to ourselves, it would be really nice to own property. But it sometimes can feel like a pipe dream and not very easily obtainable. So I created this podcast to give you all the information and tools you need to take the steps forward toward home ownership. Take it from me, my husband and I started our lives together working part-time jobs with a young child. Fast forward through many hiccups and failures, we stepped our feet into our very first home. For us, it was a pile of dirt, but eventually our family home was built on that dirt. Now we are in the midst of growing our investment property portfolio. I created the Savings for Your First Home podcast to give you easy, actionable tools for you to do the same. If you have that same gut feeling that I did and want to create a life for yourself and your growing family, but don't know where to start, you are in the right place. Let's do this. I came across this interesting article this week, and I thought it was a great topic for discussion for today's episode. The title of the article was Buy Now, Pay Later. A Recipe for Overspending or a Necessary Stopgap. It was published October 14th, 2022, in a paper that is local to Toronto called The Globe and Mail. In essence, it was referring to a person wanting to make a purchase online from an Australian website. When she got to the checkout, it presented her with the option to use a buy now, pay later service, which is another word for short-term financing. It gave her the option to pay in four installments. Her thought process was that this offering would be lower interest rate than if she purchased it on her credit card. It looks as though there's a substantial uptake in the usage of buy now, pay later services in Canada and the U.S., especially with the younger population. According to this article, the buy now, pay later payment is expected to grow by 63.5% on an annual basis and reach $5.95 billion in 2022. Individuals between 25 and 44 years old have shown the highest interest in the Buy Now Pay Later service, with about 65% saying they would consider this option for their online purchases. This was according to a 2020 survey by Statista. In another recent survey from the Financial Consumers Agency of Canada, it said that the most common reasons for using a buy now, pay later service were one, to help with budgeting, 42% of the people said that, two, because they couldn't afford the entire purchase right away, that was 39% of the population surveyed, and then number three, to avoid interest and fees, 23% of the people said that. Now, with inflation rising, it's understandable that this type of service is appealing. But why the uptake? Okay, I'm probably dating myself, but I remember when Winners and Marshalls had a layaway program. You would essentially do the same thing. However, the difference was that you wouldn't receive the item until it was paid off, and there was no interest that was applied. You just ran the risk of losing the item if you missed your payment. With buy now and pay later, the delayed gratification is now gone. The item is in your hand, feeding into the instant gratification culture. 
So what is the instant gratification culture? It's very different than the environment most of our parents grew up in. You know the saying, parents just don't understand. Well, in this case, it's true. In the 1950s, television grew in popularity, but by 1970, 79% of the world's household owned a television. These were the beginnings of instant gratification era. Then in the 1990s, the World Wide Web was the way not only to provide information, but to provide you with another vehicle to shop without leaving the comforts of your home. Finally, in 2004, the popularity of social media began to gain momentum with the birth of Facebook. So it's been approximately 30 years since the emergence of instant gratification, at least when it comes to spending. So to rephrase, instant gratification is another term for impulse buying, which accumulates to over $4 billion in annual sales in the United States. E-commerce, shopping channels, they're purposely designed to provide consumers easy access to buying opportunities. And even mall shopping has become a form of entertainment with shopping, salons, movie theaters, even playgrounds for the kids to play. So is buy now, pay later the next level to boosting sales and reducing our cash flow? Once the buy now, pay later option is chosen, consumers are just left with the bill and it's adding to their monthly payments. It's also likely that this amount hasn't been factored into their budget, therefore increasing expenses and reducing cash flow for their true goals, like saving for a down payment. So what are the risks? Some of these plans have stiff penalties if payments are not made. For example, they'll put on high interest or there could be penalty fees. The item that was purchased has now cost far more than if they had paid cash for it. But can the service be helpful? So in the article, Ryan Brow, the chief executive officer of Gratify, Vancouver Buy Now Pay Later service, is quoted saying, he designed his company around the idea that this payment method could actually help people. A higher cost of living has impacted all of us, he adds. A year ago, people were doing more discretionary spending on buy now, pay later. But what we're seeing now is people are buying slightly larger items that they would like or need. This would include things like a new roof or online courses that are meant to better their homes or their lives. Now we understand that unexpected expenses happen and we know that preparation is truly the only way to combat these. So if we think of buy now pay later as just an option for a payment, then we can use it as a tool to help us. The trick is not to use it for discretionary spending because as a result, it can have a negative impact on your budget and push you further away from those important financial goals. So I want to give you a practical example. Let's say your computer is acting up. You know, sometimes it freezes and it's doing things that were really super annoying. And you figure, hey, why don't I just go out and purchase a new computer? The impulsive spender will just simply go online, take a look at the computers that are out there, and make a purchase on their credit card. Now, maybe they might have some money saved aside for that because they knew their computer was going down, but perhaps not. And so now if it's on a credit card without any funds to pay it off at the end of the month, you end up with an additional debt. So in this instance, does buy now pay later make sense? Well, let's look at it. If you're anything like I was, staying on top of your budget is not an easy task. Paycheck to paycheck would go by and you're no further ahead. For my listeners, 
I am giving you this free guide that is going to take you to the next level. It's got 10 easy tips to follow to help you stay on track with your budget. Just head to thefinancialmoment.com backslash budget dash tips. Enter your information and you can download this guide right now. The first thing you would do is to see how much room you have in your budget. Remember the cash flow that's left over after all your bills are paid. Then you ask yourself, how much are you willing to part with monthly? Then we review our goals. If saving for a home and a down payment is on the top of your priority list, remember that this new monthly payment is going to take away or extend how long it takes you to save for that down payment. Then we ask the final question, is that purchase important enough to you to take away from your goals? And if it is, it's fair enough. Perhaps the buy now, pay later is a better option than putting it on a credit card because that expense was never allocated for and there is no funds to pay it off. So that's kind of how you take a look at this as a new payment option and go through the different steps to break down whether or not that is the practical option for you. So I enjoyed sharing this article with you and I hope you'll join me for the next one. Take care guys. Thank you for listening. We are committed to helping you place your very first steps into your new home. See you next time.